Hey, Joel here. It's Dining Around, broadcasting from the capital of American gastronomy, San Francisco. Our community, our area, our whole region is, is such a point to point. People who live here, people who work here, we all try to support one another. Why? Because that is what you do. You, you think about all of these wonderful chefs in our industry, the hoteliers, the wineries. They're always looking to one another to support each other's causes and really feel a part of the community. Because when we lift one another up, we really lift up everybody. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today. And the reason I bring it up is that I am actually in the building of Project Open Hand. Uh, Project Open Hand, well, We'll tell you more about Project Open Hand in, in, in just a second, but it is one of the charity organizations that's really important here in the Bay Area. They are having an event on the way, and we'll tell you about that as well. But Project Open, sorry, openhand.org is the website to go to. We're joined now by executive chef Adrian Barrow of Project Open Hand. Adrian, thanks, first of all, for having me and us uh, in your facility today. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure. Welcome. Well, tell me, first of all, give us a little, what is Project Open Hand? So that everybody knows, I mean, I'm in the building, but they're not. Yes. Well, Project Open Hand is one of uh, San Francisco's um, long-running nonprofits here in the city. We've been around for 28, 32 years. And we actually cook and provide food on a daily basis for about 2,000, 2,200 clients. Wow. Um, we feed um, clients in senior centers around the city every day. And we also have about 8,000 clients who have different medical ailments. Um, primarily, we feed them food that is, in our opinion, medically tailored for their conditions. Mm -hmm. um, this food helps them to live a more healthier lifestyle, recover and, and improve and go on to become um, functional members of the uh, community again. Some of them also come in to volunteer and help us mm -hmm. after they've recovered or been using our services for many years. Well, let's talk about, about the food and as an executive chef, yes. uh, how do you, not how do you prepare the menu, but what do you look to, wh what decisions do you make along the way in order to have healthful food for these individuals who really do rely on you? One of the most important um, parts of my job here is working with our registered dietitian. Um, between her and myself, we create these really amazing meals that are geared towards improving the lives of the clients we feed. Mm -hmm. um, one of our largest client populations are diabetes, pa diabetes patients. Okay. Um, so we make sure that they are fed healthy and on a daily basis. Okay. Um, we also have clients who are in renal stages, vegetarians, um, some who require bland food, mm -hmm. some who require pureed meals because they can't digest or um, really take in the regular meals that we eat, me and you would eat on a daily basis. Right. So we have many different clients who are um, in various stages of different uh, medical ailments. Do you feel as though um, having the individuals come to people's homes and to the residencies is an important part of the project? It is an important, very important part of, uh, of the project. For example, just this past week, Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. we were closed here in the building on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And one of my drivers delivered the food to one of his clients on Thursday, and she was totally surprised because she knew we were coming close. Uh, and she was appreciated that. On Thanksgiving area, yeah. we showed up with a hot meal. Nice. Turkey, stuffing, the works. Mm -hmm. Then two days later, another client who hadn't been able to come in for their meal on Wednesday when we were open, they got their delivery on Friday because that's their usual delivery. And they were also shocked that we delivered 
on Wednesday, on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. So having our drivers go to these clients' homes every evening, also some volunteers will help us too. It's a very important part. People look out and they expect the, this personal touch and it's very appreciated. Mm -hmm. And I think that the people who volunteer also feel good about it as well. I mean, it's a nice thing to be able to give your time and yes. to do something that it, certainly somebody will say thank you, but you're not doing it for that. And no, you're not, you're not doing, doing it, it to, for that. You're not doing it to broadcast to it's others as well. It's part of the well. community in the way you give back and share your love is to come in here and um, either help us chop vegetables or even deliver food mm -hmm. to the client's homes. Uh, uh, let me know, do you, um, do you also work with businesses in town in the way that uh, there might be like a team effort of a business? Um, what am I trying to say? Let's say you have an office. Mm -hmm. Do people come in as a group from an office and do a couple of days, that kind of thing? Yes, we have a lot of um, tech businesses here in San Francisco. And we will have groups who will come in on a daily basis or on the weekends from many of them. There's Uber, mm -hmm. there's Twitter, there's Salesforce, there's Facebook. Um, even small family-owned businesses would take some of their um, staff members mm -hmm. and come in with five people any day of the week and just volunteer in the kitchen or in the grocery center right. or even deliver food and an afternoon walk. I think that that's season. such a worthwhile thing. I mean, yes. it, it, it's a way for everybody to... To give back and be part of the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and to feel as though they've done something. And a lot of our volunteers are very regular volunteers mm -hmm. who've been doing this for many, many years. So you see them daily and you become familiar with their faces and their interaction with us on a daily basis. Uh, let's go back to, to the food because yes. I, I, you mentioned the various different you know, people that the you diets. cook for and the diets and all of the rest of it. But, but how important is flavor to you? Flavor is still important, even for people, especially for people who are sick. I've been there, even if you have a cold, you know, you don't have an appetite, there's no taste buds. So for us, we make sure that we get the flavor in the foods always. We'll make sure that the sodium content is appropriate for the client, potassium content, all the calories are there, but we still make sure that we impart the flavors. Right. We will roast our vegetables instead of steaming them to make sure they're nice and flavorful. Uh, we will roast our meats instead of just making a simple stew. So we, we as chefs, we know how to make things taste good still. Yeah. And that's one of our goals every day is to make sure when the client have their meal, they're like, ooh, this tastes really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, because the concept of some of these prepared meals that I've heard about, and I won't name them, but you just, <laughs> you, you, you think, uh, no, please, yeah. and you wouldn't want to have to subside on those. But right. the reality is if you're getting a delicious meal yes. and if you have this marvelous experience, then it really it wakes up your day. People come into the facility here at Project Open yes. Hand as well. Clients come into the facility for a few things. Um, we have the first adults with disabilities uh, dining room here in the building. So we feed clients every day from 10.30 to 11.30. And there are about maybe 50 clients every day. We also have clients who will come to pick up their meals, either frozen meals or hot meals daily. Nice. In addition, on the second floor, we have a grocery center, a commissary, where we provide fresh vegetables and fresh fruits and dairy products and even protein products for clients who are able to cook on their own and be their own creative. Um, in addition, some clients will get the frozen meals in addition to the, in addition to the fresh vegetables. So you have different options. You can cook your own food, or you can have it prepared for you if you like my food. Listen, I, I do have to say this is it's an inspiring story. It's an inspiring uh, organization that you're involved in. Project. Well, the volunteers Hand. and the clients here who come in every day inspire us to do what we do. So if it wasn't for them, 
it wouldn't be happening. You know that. True. Very, very, very important work that you're doing. Thank Project you. Open Hand is openhand.org. And listen, we Chef Adrian Barrow has mentioned a few times the clients and the volunteers. Volunteers are incredibly important to this organization. Incredibly important. Businesses that participate are incredibly important. Yes. And they have an event on their way. It's Thursday, December the 14th. It's from 11 o'clock a.m. until 1.30 p.m. It's the 25th annual Hand to Hand Lunch. And yes. Kat Cora, who's a fabulous chef and an amazing yes, personality she she's going to be there as she'll well she'll be joining us and she'll be preparing one of her um, favorite dishes i think she's preparing the halibut dish for our clients that day um me myself and my staff will be creating um a um, ghirardelli cocoa and coffee rub pork loin awesome with a nice um mission fig jus and mm -hmm. some gratin of um, potatoes and chicory so yeah we get to be creative um, in the next couple of days it sounds extremely luxurious well staff and myself we're really looking forward to hand to hand because um being here for the past 10 years hand to hand has been one of mine and our clients favorite events mm -hmm. to participate and put on for for our clients uh, to help raise money and to be part of the community bring people in mm -hmm. who are our supporters to have a nice lunch and just have a party basically listen and everything that is every donation that is made goes to project open hand yes. it's openhand.org again the lunch with cat cora and the people from project open hand is thursday december the 14th at 11 o'clock a.m you can visit openhand.org to find out more about the event and to buy tickets get those so, tickets yeah because the, you got to have a ticket in order to get in the door and you can also find out more about the organization yeah all the funds and all the Money we raise during hand to hand goes directly back into feeding our clients, I and mean, it helped provide about 2,200 meals daily for our clients um, in some of the senior centers and our our clients who are terminally ill at home. So, mm -hmm. all that good work we do next week will go towards doing even greater good. Marvelous! Thank you. Thank you for having us. Oh, thanks for having me. Again, Chef Adrian Barrow, um, OpenHand.org. If you can't make it to the lunch, and I certainly hope that you can. Again, the lunch is with Kat Cora at the Fairmont Hotel, but grab a ticket at OpenHand.org. If you can't be a part of that, come volunteer, yeah, come volunteer. Or, or consider talking with the people in your office and maybe writing a check or doing a group donation. All of that, every cent helps. And certainly coming in and being a part of the experience as well is enormously important. I'm Joel. More food, wine and travel on Dining Around next time. We'll pop up some links on diningaround.com. And don't forget, openhand.org. It is December, and, uh, well, December the 14th is the event, and the holiday season is definitely a time to think of others because this is important all year round to our community in the Bay Area. More food, wine, and travel next time.